I took it's... all the hats that I have home, I think. Why don't you have a hat, Jesse? I don't yeah. think oh, I have I don't any know if you heard me earlier, but why do you have two mouses, asshole? Like, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> I have Oh, three shit. What, is, what, what are you doing? What, are you trying to be more gamer here so you got lots of mouses? <laughs> no, because... Nobody I, does that. That's how games work. Don't I, you okay. I put more mouses so I look like I play games. Oh, <laughs> fuck the amount of things you could do on Fortnite with that many mice. He's got more than one mouse. That's why he's chicking her ass. I can strafe in th three dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> he's strafing through time. Oh, that is a good Roughly game. 24 to 92 hours ago, oh, we're starting Stabs over. Team Wait, Comedy yeah. Scientists. No, we're doing it for the first time. We're not starting over. Don't give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. Something, something funny. Something, something irreverent. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist once lived 16 months on nothing but bags of frozen onion rings. He's the director of Squad Patrol, and he's getting something out of the oven. It's Marco Cabote! Our second panelist collects femurs of 1950s character actors. They're the co-host of Sketchy Friends. It's Milk Surface! And our third panelist likes to go to estate sales and fill the picture frames with tasteful, hardcore pornography. They're a fantastic writer and stab show favorite. It's Melanie Ford. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Be sure to turn off and completely unplug between uses. Good evening, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Stab, the show that spent its entire senior year math class playing Magic the Gathering in the back of the room. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Marco! Hey, Jesse. Do you have a costume hey, change? Jesse B. Jones. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Do you have a costume change in the middle of one of these prompts? No, I, I did a previous show before this, and I had to have my suit. So it's okay. like I'm like surrounded by clothes. That's why I had this hat. <laughs> okay. Where's All your right. hat? Loser? I Everyone else has a hat. I know. I feel bad. I had a hat. I had two hats hanging in the, in the tech nook for a year and a half and then decided to take them home, and now I could have used it. Way to go. What an idiot. Uh, yeah. Um, I forgot. Yeah, Thursdays, we were, we were lucky to get you because you've got, uh, got movie libs. I do Kareem's show, yeah. movie libs, usually, where I have to have costumes, which yeah. is difficult to, to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have finally gotten... Oh, we haven't nailed down an actual date. Shit, I need to message Kareen now. Kareen's uh, pretty cool. She's got like 97 kids, though, so it's yeah. really hard to get a hold of her to do shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I might have finally gotten her for in a couple weeks. I need to confirm oh, cool. that. But I think I waited so long that she has had another kid and is, She's going, probably to had be, two or three, yeah. is going to be difficult <laughs> to still book. Uh, especially if we're trying to do this in person. Ugh, what am I even doing? Let's all just stay at home, guys. Uh, Margo, uh, good to see ya. It's, it's been looking like, uh, Squad Patrol has been being all fun and crazy and nonsensical, so that's... Oh, it's always a good show, yeah. although the Delta variant has messed us up. Oh, yeah? Had, like, sold-out crowd, and then the next show was like, eh, it's like 20 people. Yeah. And, and so it kinda... But the, we're doing one on Saturday. Yeah. It's gonna be really good. Yeah, we've been dealing with that over here, too. At the same time, I, you know, it's, uh, what I... What are we going to do? All be responsible and thoughtful? No. Let's... I thought about it, but Kiss is playing on Sunday. <laughs> well, you got to get the end of the line. 
Uh, <laughs> they might not play again. They've been pulling this for 20 years, but maybe never again. <laughs> I mean, supposedly, this they is might, it. This might is, be the last time. <laughs> Why don't they just... Now, okay, I wasn't going to go down Are this... Are you going to go off on Kiss? Please go off on no, Kiss. No, no, I'm, I'm almost going to go off in a, in a positive way. Uh, why not just not 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 really license it? Why not like audition just replacements and let it just keep fucking going forever? It's not about Gene and Paul and not Peter anymore and <laughs> yeah, not Ace. Fra- hey, not Ace. I thought the same thing. You do this, you do that. You look at those guys and you're like, who's this guy? Yeah, it's the Ace Fraley, and it's like he's the guy that's been there. Three times as long as Ace was in the band. Yeah. Really. Yeah. If you really think about it. Don't make me go off on I have like this love hate thing where I love I hate love kiss. Sure. That I, I love kiss and I love but I love their naked commercialism. Yeah. Um, but I hate that I love them. Sure. Because it's they're fucking stupid. Well, and that's that's the exact way a relationship with Kiss should be. <laughs> yes, that's right. I almost think it's like wrestling. I think every Kiss fan, to some degree, because they like catalog their inconsistencies and how shitty they are, so they they're aware of it. Yeah. So I find this charming. It's it's like when you see wrestling, people aren't really like, no, it's really real. They're like, no, it's fake, and I'm super into it. And you're like, okay, yeah. if you're into it, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Enjoy. Which is why there's zero reason for kiss to ever stop just replace gene and paul and who the fuck will notice is it just a tongue audition then <laughs> well, right i mean you don't want some bitch ass guy with a tiny <laughs> tongue right i can't be in kiss i can't <laughs> you <laughs> look at that ah the look bullshit <laughs> the look is it doesn't even go down to my chin this is... <laughs> the looks 80 percent of it and uh, you have to be a C minus uh, musician. And yeah, <laughs> that's the funniest part about it. Uh, all right, so this was uh, this was <laughs> Kiss Capital K I S S exclamation point. <laughs> this is the new show. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Marco. Uh, this show is never going to get started. Do you think that the, the Twitter <laughs> handle not Ace Fraley is taken? Because you could take that as your name. <laughs> I, I could. Let's see. No. <laughs> How do you spell? It? I, you know, I I hope a hundred percent it's taken by the other guitarist. Because how do you spell be... freely? How's how's Ace's? Uh, oh Ace? God, F R E H L E Y. H L E Y, yeah. Uh, e H. Oh, I almost had it. I just had two E's instead of instead of E H. Okay. Uh, let's see. Not Ace Freely. Uh, is available. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You should just do that and then take pictures of yourself doing Ace Fraley shit with his makeup. Should. I'm opening a car dealership <laughs> in, in Wisconsin. All right. I mean, I could switch because nobody's going to take that Jesse Jones. So I could always go back. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, Marco. Um, <laughs> I hope everybody's cool with this being done around nine <laughs> around nine thirty. I I went down the kiss road myself. I didn't I didn't help things. Milk, <laughs> hey there, hey there. Good to see you. <laughs> oh man, what the hell? That, a, <laughs> that is going to play great to the podcast. Yeah, if, if, if I ever if I ever edit this episode. 
It'll be great. The, the whole point of that was just so people go, well, now I have to watch the Twitch stream. <laughs> sure. And also to severely <laughs> injure my mouth. Yeah, those, they don't cut those clean. There's a lot of edges on the seams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Milk. Good to see you. Good to be here. Yeah. Again. Um, Thought I'd never come back after the last one. <laughs> oh, that's... You also have heard the harsh things Jesse said. <laughs> I'm not, I'm such a... <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. I'm such a nice boy. I'm nice boy. B-O-I. Nice. <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to understand younger people again. That's not, this is not going to be a good look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, that's, no. Dab, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, dab. Come on, do it. Dab. I'll, I'll dab, hit the mic. Dab. Oh. Dab, dab, dab. Now it's pressure. <laughs> Do you go left? Do you go right? Is it a it's thriller It's freedom thing? of expression. <laughs> That's even older. I know. Uh, <laughs> poor, Is that what poor. the Catboys are doing? That's, I don't that's... understand this reference. All right. Uh, <laughs> Milk, uh, aside from all the, the stuff that you do here with uh, Sketchy Friends and your upcoming show with, with Cameron, and I've forgotten the other host because i don't know if i yeah. alex alex wow um, two people who spell their name with a k when you should it <laughs> oh not alex with a k no you know what you can't do that show now that's just Wait, the that's first a real... name has a k uh, uh alex yeah no i don't a l e k s that's what i assume and that's wrong yeah. that's not but wow as... <laughs> yeah aside from those um uh, so we're not so we're not being stab centric since we promoted uh, Marco's non-stab doings. Uh, how about uh, you give folk the the nymphomercial nympopitchel? Yeah, That's... I exist in a space where me and and two women uh, review audio uh, formatted uh, manga porn. Yeah, we just took at a we take a manga, we read it, and we tell you what's in it. It's sexy, it's horrifying, <laughs> and it's every Friday. And if uh, you're a fan of uh, where uh, Mel somewhere next to me uh, they're going to be in the episode that as long as my depression doesn't hit tonight comes out <laughs> tomorrow hey oh how many people do I know that uh, <laughs> can throw in that <laughs> that parenthetical at the end of most of their most of their thoughts <laughs> I'm doing some yeah. fun stuff as long as depression doesn't kick in before the end of the night. Uh, that's actually in the TOS of, like, <laughs> making any podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and maybe that's why I'm behind, like, 13 episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great pitch for your podcast. Yeah. Well, that's a good pitch for catching live on Twitch every Thursday. Coming at 7 in two weeks. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So, uh, um yeah, nymphomercial. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it is. I I do have to brag about one thing about nymphomercial. Yeah. Um it like I would have never gotten into erotic work cuz I'm asexual. It's it's like not my thing sure. that way. I like appreciate it for the art, really. Um and I was I, re I read Playboy for the article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I was influenced early on by an artist named Lemon Font. I'm like the the storytelling, the art a hero of mine fifth episode went deep into his work um 
recently he was on the show oh, and shit. today i saw the newest page of his current comic where i'm in the background <laughs> so that i've made it cool. <laughs> that that is a true sign of making the thing uh it, there's nothing like finding yourself over an ipad with hentai on it and just crying onto the giant ass of a clown um, oh. as you realize your dreams coming to fruition oh if only all of us could experience that moment at some yeah. point in our lives uh yeah i sort of had that like a, a musician friend he became a friend i liked him as a musician we became friends i was in his i was in like liner notes uh, a couple of albums ago that's the same sort of thing oh my god you're gonna gush about just Theron, aren't you? i'm not oh, I, this was oh my god. I was trying to i was trying to be very coy <laughs> oh my about god. not Every, saying like, Justin's like name. jesse hates everybody but then if he talks about <laughs> justin Farron, you can't understand him because his dick's in his mouth <laughs> Like it's like it's like real. He's always like, "Oh my god, oh my I'm, god." I'm getting better about being intelligible with a dick in my mouth. So <laughs> you know what? I think there's a, a Twitter username in there somewhere. <laughs> dick, in, dick in my mouth. Dick in my, <laughs> dick in my mouth, Jones. At dick hey, in my mouth, Jones. <laughs> Jesse, if you need to practice when you can't get a hold of him. Oh yeah, that is just five, <laughs> five <laughs> tiny digits. All right. Uh, let's, let's get to Mel and maybe we'll start the show before 9.30 pro or 8.30. Uh, hey, Melanie, good to see you. Good to Hi. see you. Uh, good to see everyone's hats. Um, mm -hmm. you guys are, are wonderful and expressing, uh, very meaningful parts of your personalities. Uh, <clears throat> Melanie, what have you been, what have you been up to lately? Uh, so I started, I started my job that I think I talked about like a show or two ago. I started yeah. that last week. Um, nine-year-old made me cry today. Real cool. Um, yeah, she was just like, I don't care what you're saying. I don't care about you. And I was just like, <laughs> um, so that was cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. No uh, positive side of this. Oh, there, there's positives. No, no. Most they're all really smart, like precocious. Yeah. Um, if I can get them to actually learn anything from me, I think it'll be uh, really cool. Yeah. Um, but they are uh, very often their own worlds. So. Yeah. Yeah. What was I doing at nine? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember know. nine. <laughs> Fuck, old am I? I don't remember nine at all. Yeah, that one's. I think that one's mostly lost. Yeah, uh, I lost that year to the divorce. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw The Land Before Time a lot in the theater. <laughs> okay. Oh no, wait, not they that didn't old. have the terrible spinoffs. <laughs> oh yeah, no that yeah. Sometimes. Once they do that, it just tarnished the whole yeah. series. I still want to eat one of those leaves. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. Now we're we're getting off on tangents, and now I have. Fuck! To... As soon as you get anywhere near vegetarianism, <laughs> Jesse's like, "Fuck oh, off!" Get this bullshit he doesn't out of eat, here. He doesn't eat fruit, covered yeah. in cheese, and or all vegetables. Nope, neither <laughs> of them. He eats cheese. <laughs> cheese. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Tillamook. The, the P in Jesse P Jones sounds for paleo. <laughs> it kind of. That's it, a meat it, diet, right? It sort of does now. You nailed it. You actually got it. Let's start the show. <laughs> Hey, we didn't do it. It's 8.31. Uh, segment one. <laughs> yes, guys. 8.31. Uh, 
segment one. It's reorganization. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the easiest way to get into this thing. Uh, don't make me think too hard. I like to think I'm still hip and with it and jazz age gonky stomp. I'm so old. So there's a lot that I don't get. Like, a lot. <clears throat> but I don't need it thrown in my face like so much lit dabbing. Huh? It was in the script. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <clears throat> so uh, while we've been doing acronyms for like almost 300 shows, I still don't understand a lot of what we're looking at. So sometimes I have to C-U-W-T-A or catch up with the acronyms. That was an actual acronym that I found. That seems like a waste. Uh, <laughs> so many things I see when searching for acronyms I don't understand. So my dumb old brain has to catch up with the weird, weirdly abbreviated speech. But I think, <laughs> I hate thinking about my uh, impending mortality. And I misspelled a lot of stuff. In, uh, <laughs> so how about we forget about what C-U-W-T-A supposedly stands for. And you all tell me who or what else C-U-W-T-A might stand for or represent to you, Marco. Let's hear your C-U-W-T-A. C-U-W-T-A. The few. The proud. You ever find yourself out on a frozen ice in the barren waste of the Yukon making your landing as the first brigade, first brigade of an elite North Korean landing force that actually is a hastily post-production replacement of a Chinese elite landing force, but we don't want an economic banishing, so you're stupid, smelly North Koreans, and there you are, landing, where you'll eventually moose ride across the tundra in the deck, or in the, <laughs> moose ride down moose the ride. tundra into the decadent, pig dog united states where you will bomb their blue jean and tape deck factories for the glorious communist revolution to spread your starving and spying on your family to the wider masses but wait what was that noise you look left you look right you look up and then your gaze drops down and out of the ice co covered water bam it's a serrated knife right to the leg artery that will fucking kill you if you, you get stabbed there you know that big one that's like right there on the inside and then you hear the guttural whisper along with that. Sorry. Bam! Sorry. Bam! Sorry. Bam! Sorry. All your compatriots go down one by one. The North Koreans go down in a fit of niceties and, and America and Canada, too, which is pretty important also because they have almost as many people as California is safe again. All thanks to C-U-W-T-A. Quatois. The Canadian Underwater Tactical Attack Force. The few, the wincingly sincere. Oh, now I understand the sorries. I get that, that, that was it. I'm gone. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I killed oh. you with my elite killing skills. Oh, that went! Oh, that went right into the bone. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> didn't mean to kill you there. <laughs> oh Lord! You got to reshoot. It's not gonna play in the biggest market in the world. You got to reshoot. What movie? It was they remade Red Dawn. That oh, was yeah. what that was from. They remade Red Dawn, and they were Chinese, and they re-edited them to be China, to be North Koreans. <laughs> yeah. 
It's probably still safe to... This is Mad Libs at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's safe to still hate North Koreans for a while, probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if if uh, things change uh, a little... These way... are archived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if things change a little way down the road, then... Uh, God oh no! Bless. I already figured out if God I bless. if I uh, if I ever get asked to host Jeopardy, they're gonna they're gonna can my ass right away because <laughs> of stab. Oh well, I hope we have we've helped start and then abruptly end so many careers. That's oh, the great. goal of this show. Uh, <laughs> I can't go near anything. I've got two hundred of these that I wrote. Oh, so much! I had to take some stuff out of uh, when I was putting together the books. <laughs> I had to take one out because it was just no yeah, that, that hasn't aged research. that has not aged well uh, <laughs> yeah <clears throat> all right milk uh you seem very confident in your entry <laughs> let's hear your c u w t a do you want to be cool like the coolest person in the world the most radical for the most important woman in your life that you need kuta oh all right karate (laughs) your uh mom uh loves a lot offer only valid for children seven or under oh see now, the visual aid that the listening audience will not get to see makes so much more sense. <laughs> Just write down the letters, and you'll notice how, like, a W is an upside down, and yeah. T is mostly an L, yeah, and yeah, everything is just bullshit. Yeah. I do want to uh, to point out that carrying over from, from last week, uh, three of the last five reorganizations have refused to use the actual letters they were given. (laughs) I feel very proud that I bastardized each letter in a different way. (laughs) That was good. That was unique. Um, Just just the rebellion that is taking hold on this show is uh, admirable. Uh, The 300 of these. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're aiming for the three, the uh, like official three hundredth episode to be like the the year end. If I can keep it up, uh, we might we might be able to do that. Oh, what have I done with my life? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, let's hear for everyone's enjoyment. Your C U W T A. Ah. I'm a God-fearing, <laughs> evangelical, born-again, Christ's favorite Christian. <laughs> I voted for Trump. I tithe my income. I don't ask how Kenneth Copeland can afford multiple helicopters if the tithes go to God directly. And I recognize the path we are on in this country. The devil's apps are full of heathenistic lesbians reading futures, teaching children about Lucifer's rocks, and sacrificing cats to Beezlebub his... <laughs> Starbucks took Christmas off of their cups, and I did not speak out, for I was a hell-bound Mormon who didn't drink coffee. Schools <laughs> taught children about Hanukkah, and I did not speak out, for I believed the Holocaust happened. <laughs> 
Christians went to jail for saying Merry Christmas in public, and I did not speak out, for I was told that story was made up. And then the world devolved to cut a children unwrapping witchmas tarot atheism. That's that's the path we are on, ladies, gentlemen, and sinners. If we do not start fighting the American war against Christianity, the Hindus, the Wiccans, the Satanists, and the Catholics will come together and destroy our way of life. Christmas will be outlawed. Easter will be outlawed. The 4th of July will be outlawed. Passover will return to murdering our sons. Santa Claus will be replaced with Ganesh. Dreidel spinning classes will become mandatory for passing kindergarten. All Saints Day will become All Sluts Day. Good Friday will be Sin Friday. We won't be allowed to go to churches on Sundays because we will be mandated to go to Dungeons and Dragon orgies instead. And Chris will be replaced with witch miss, and the children will be taught to read tarot cards by the devil himself. <laughs> if you don't want to see the world devolve into Dakota, children unwrapping witch miss tarot atheism, go yell at a customer service employee in the name of Jesus Christ today. <laughs> so, so, so here's something that you would have no reason to know about me. Um... <laughs> Uh, I could have, like, skipped kindergarten, um, except that I couldn't skip. <laughs> so the, uh, the, 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 the dreidel spinning to, to, to advance through kindergarten, uh, reminded me of that wound that I could have just gone straight through the first, first grade back then, uh, but I couldn't skip. That's what held you back? It's literally... What they said. Uh, the real stab was the trauma we brought up along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this show is like I'm gonna say thirty-eight percent trauma. It's just, <laughs> and I I don't get it either, Marco. I don't get it either. Like like lots of kids couldn't skip in my recollection. Yeah, well, because there was like a gallop thing you could do instead. The people they taught, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but... Jesse P. Horse. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing here? Can you uh... skip now? Oh yeah, that's all I do, just out of spite. <laughs> Anytime I have to travel on foot, you can goddamn better bet that I'm skipping, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because I'm making up for that lost time. A whole year. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of skipping. That is. Uh, all right, let's uh, work our way out of a, an old trauma that I hadn't thought about in a long time, and let's see if we can find some more. It's segment two. It's bootlegged. Uh, making big money bucks isn't strictly based on having original ideas. I mean, when was the last time you heard something that was truly original? Probably never. So why try so hard? If nobody else is gonna, it seems a waste for you to. So how about instead? You just gently misspell something or carelessly change the color of something to make your own original creation and try to ignore the dark spot the dark spot on your soul because in bootlegged you're asked your task <laughs> I can't get through one of these without messing one word your task 
It's like I'm reading out of a Def Leppard notebook. You're tasked with, <laughs> with taking these world-renowned, successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. Uh, I couldn't possibly have uh, uh, done one of these with Marco here without... Uh, so we're doing one 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 two two two. you know, the standard segment two uh, rigmarole. Marco! Let's hear, yeah. um, <laughs> let's hear your bootleg of this that isn't already appearing on Paramount Plus. <laughs> uh, let's hear your bootleg Star Trek. Just so you know, I did find my Def Leppard notebook. I filled it out. That's nice. why I don't use it. Nice. It's full. Anyway, Finally. my bootleg of Star Trek. Universe. The last parameter. <laughs> These are the travelings of the space vessel industry. <laughs> its ongoing assignment to analyze weird recent planets, to prowl out modern vitality and modern civility, and brazenly manifest destiny where zero peeps have scampered previously. <laughs> space slog! Traverse the long, vast expanse of nothing that makes up most of the universe and encounter a galaxy full of one-dimensional analogs for typical or topical issues such as homelessness or racism. Join our commander, Jackson D. Rourke, as he mostly play or as he mostly plays by the book as a level-headed central character, but with a heavy enough helping of 60s-era romance, hammy acting, and dramatic shirtlessness do forever be remembered as a parody of himself. Along with his half-alien, half-man-guy drama machine, Mr. Smock, and lovable but drunk country doctor, Muscles, <laughs> and also uh, with many ethnic representatives and a Scottish stereotype, they will fly around their way through into an exciting adventure of some great episodes of television and of a lot of bad or, and or silly ones. <laughs> Buy it on Laserdisc or Betamax today! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I... I need to write this down somewhere because I, I, I want to I wanna write... I now want to write a short story featuring the, <laughs> the space vessel industry. Industry. <laughs> I know, I was like, I gotta do this parody of this thing, but I was like, now I can't, like, the way I wrote it out, I'm like, I can't use my vast knowledge of, of random shit that happened in Star Trek episodes <laughs> yeah. because of this without making it too long. Oh, industry is just such a wonderful name for a show. <laughs> uh, all right, well, thank you, Marco. Uh, I could scarcely have lobbed that up more. <laughs> uh, now the rest of you, you just have to fucking deal with it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Milk, let's hear your bootleg Star Trek. All right, N new pitch. Um, what if instead of like you know Star Trek is it's the space peace exploration? What if uh we had war? No, no, of course, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> Just ignore them. Warming up. Um, what if? What do you mean that's Babylon Five? I didn't say anything yet. Okay, okay. Um, let's start <laughs> with the title first. What about Space Force? The fuck you mean that's real? That's a show? That's real life? <laughs> we have... <sighs> okay, okay. No, no, no. Here. Genius moment. Um, what if we make a parody within the actual series? We can buy the rights, right? Like, um, what if uh, we just tell the story 
uh, of all the like piss ant jobs, like <laughs> below the, the Star Wars below decks. That's a lower don't, deck. Don't, yeah. don't do this to me. I <laughs> I can't have another Simpsons. Just let me parody something. <laughs> I do enjoy uh, how Milk's take on this prompt has become a, a pitch. Uh, <laughs> that's very good. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Simpsons already did it. Um, <laughs> thank you, Milk. Uh, Melanie, let's hear your bootleg Star Trek then. Yeah. Uh, it's called Star Wreck, a many generation saga about space pirates who don't enjoy any kind of utopia at all. In fact, it's dystopic as shit. Featuring your favorite characters Captain Smirk, <laughs> Epoch, Leopard Bit Boy, Alabama Scott. Uh Gorbachev, two hot wands, and George Takei as himself. <laughs> oh, I mean, I like it. I don't know if I'm allowed to like it because I don't know if that I can be canceled for laughing at uh But it's—I <laughs> don't know—is that a traditional name? I can't laugh at it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That was actually just my terrible attempt at saying whore like a Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see what you did. All right. We've got two more. Let's get through. Two more plus three more plus uh, it's stab math. Uh, second time around, Marco, let's hear your uh, hastily rewritten uh, bootleg of The Office. We'll wait. See Squad Patrol this Saturday <laughs> as we do our office show, which consists of characters who work at an office mm -hmm. doing various things in comedic fashion. It's a pretty good show. <laughs> did uh, did Marco forget there were three prompts in this prompt? I uh, I only wrote the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gathering. That's because <laughs> I I was like, this is mine, and then the next ones are for the other two people. Oh, that sure that uh, makes sense. That's why I didn't add uh, a sentence there that specifically... Nope, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, you know what? I did this wrong. <laughs> That's all right. Not only did uh, I also mention that... <laughs> you did, I, and it didn't make sense to me at the time. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? That's all right. This this lops off uh, a full six minutes of, of show, so that's fine. I apologize for that. No, uh, you've, got, you've got Milk and Melanie's uh, takes on The Office to write something for Nerf. I believe. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I believe in you. I believe in you. Uh, <laughs> milk. I'm gonna, you know, uh, vamp a little bit longer than necessary while introducing the next uh, several takes on what we have uh, to uh, to work out in this segment. Um, as you may have heard, uh, Squad Patrol is doing their office show. <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday. Um, <laughs> what, pray tell, might you, uh, in the office theme, um, <laughs> what might you have come up with for your bootleg of The Office? Forget watching The Office. Come on down to the actual office. Mm. Uh, we know that COVID is uh, absolutely rampant, but now that all the rich people are safe, we need to maximize all the gain we can drink out of your little eyes uh, for every single dollar. So uh, come back. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. 
uh, hiring has been difficult, guys. Um, why not? Why not try the office? <laughs> See if you can make it wacky. Uh, <laughs> or if it'll just drain the life out of you for a couple decades, and then maybe you Ooh. can do it sort of comfortably in retirement. <laughs> Who needs memes from a TV show <laughs> when you could just have bad situations in your daily life that makes you go home and cry? Yeah. Just imagine people laughing at you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Uh, Melanie. <laughs> hey, how about you have, having been done something in relation to a <laughs> bootleg of the office. Um, okay, so I, the only thing I was really able to come up with, it's more like a like a experience or concept, um, is just like the office theme, like playing in the background while the camera pans around a fun, quirky maximum security prison. <laughs> hmm. That's as far as I got. When you said experience, I was like, are you about to pitch a The Office escape room? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You know, you know, one of those one of those fun, quirky maximum security prisons. Honestly, if this isn't on TikTok next week, I'm going to be <laughs> That's such a great idea. That is a good idea. I did oh. just pitch a TikTok, didn't I? <laughs> well, I don't want to disturb you. Go ahead and and get to recording that and looping it and edit. I don't know. I don't understand how. Now you have to do a TikTok. You have yeah. to have one. You. I think you just made one. I think that's what happens. If you come up with a concept that works on TikTok, you just have one now. Your name is probably. It's probably just tick, TikTok backslash Jesse P. Jones. <laughs> and that's your new TikTok. Shit. Uh, yeah, I definitely didn't have one of those already. Because <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> oh. uh, maybe. I mean, if this show were to grow at all. Um, we would have we would have some sort of a, do a TikTok video segment. No, idea. you like you see that you're doing that sell out sell out face. It's really funny. I, you're like we gotta connect with the young people. I would I do. I would love nothing more than to just please fucking allow me to sell out. Just please, <laughs> someone, someone take something from me, um, and and give me a moment. Just give me a moment. Um, and then I can host uh, terrible uh, game shows at some point. Just let me let me milk uh, the one. Just any, uh, all right, Marco. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> let's hear uh, this piece that you wrote days ago. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like even <laughs> if I got the prompts, I wrote them days ago, and I well, didn't do yeah. it in the in the hour between Korean show and now. Let's, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, so, I, I've just given people an extra day to wait until the last minute. I know. Uh, <laughs> Marco, let's hear your bootleg nerf. Uh, so, so there was a private message between the three of us in which this was explained to me that, that I was supposed to do all three, and I didn't get it. But I liked the comment just now. So, <laughs> as to help point out that I did read it okay. now. Okay. Uh, okay. So what I was going to write for my parody of Nerf, because I reread my notes for what I wrote there, and then I went over here and I thought to myself, let me read what I wrote down. It is, Nerf should not be bootlegged. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> I am offended when I find them at Goodwill. I'm like, yay, a Nerf gun. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, it's a fucking fake Nerf gun. Hmm. Like, toss it back down to the bottom shelf with all the other 
deflated basketballs and <laughs> bullshit that I rifle through at the Goodwill. <clears throat> and all the shaved baby doll heads. Fucking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's bullshit. You shouldn't, nobody, it's fake. It's bad. You shouldn't do it. It's wrong and immoral. You can parody everything else, but if I find a fake Nerf gun, it's bullshit. <laughs> How do you feel about the rad 3D printed Nerf guns? Ooh. Is this a thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Shit. Yeah, people okay. were like, let's stop making real guns with 3D printers and have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Do, well, I mean, does... Okay. Do the... Like, does the actual Nerf ammunition fit properly in these knockoffs, at least? Yeah. Not the, not the 3D printed ones, but the fake... The bullshit uh, Goodwill No, finds. they're usually just like... They don't uh -huh. have the... They don't have their... They're fake, so they don't want to put the effort into making them cool. Yeah. Like, a Nerf gun's a pretty... Comp like, somebody's job is to design a Nerf gun. <laughs> and that might be the greatest job in the world. <laughs> because they get to make those cool... Ass yeah. I have one. I have... 100 nerf guns i bought them for a project and then i never did it so they're in my attic but i have them and one of the things is like a suitcase and you hit a button and it goes and it like spring loads into a gun and then you load the clip in and i'm like nerf might be the greatest company <laughs> of all time and yeah. so when you find a fake one it's usually just like eh, air goes through it and it makes the thing go out and you're like yeah you, fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is a water pistol with an extra spring yeah, yeah. Not, not paying for that. Yeah. No, that's fair. Everybody has to find the hill that they will die on. That is the yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like fake Legos. You ever get fake Legos? Uh, yeah. And then you're just like, you have one fake Lego, and you're like, no, this, this, it fits, but it's not right. It's not the same consistency of plastic. Yeah. It so is how incorrect. do you think about 3D printed Legos? <laughs> I would have to see it. I bet you it would be a hipster type thing, though. You're like, this is a, you'd be like, this is a, here's a Lego, and I'd be like, oh, it seems pretty good. And you'd be like, it was printed on a 3D printer. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I wouldn't even touch that. I wouldn't do it. You don't need to attack me. Yeah. You just <laughs> you have a 3D printer? Is that what that thing is? I was gonna that, ask you earlier. That's what like, that what's flesh the color wheel in my background is? Let's, yeah. Can I get it into actual stab overlay? There, yeah. Oh shit. Oh, I was gonna ask what that was one. earlier. That small piss color tank. So oh. Mm. Well never mind. Yeah. <laughs> if you make a nerf gun, I wanna see it. <laughs> I would have told that you about it in a dm but you don't the, the, the first thing i ever think of when i'm like what could i 3d print is i want to i want to 3d print the gun john malkovich has in, in in the line of fire so he can shoot the president like because that's what he did and that was the plot of the movie yeah. was like oh he had a plastic gun and it's like yeah but you can just make those now i thought yes right didn't he whittle the shit didn't he whittle that one? Was that I, too early was for a plastic, plastic. gun? Oh, okay. It was, it was plastic, I believe, okay. in the movie. Maybe it was sure. wood. I think it was plastic. Well, this is wood. <laughs> three is prints it? wood. Yeah. It's three printed wood. Uh, I make trees with it, and yeah. I plant them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where trees come from nowadays. All right. Gary set a reminder to rewatch In the Line of Fire. It's pretty <laughs> badass. <laughs> Will it include that note? <laughs> it's pretty badass. Okay, added. She didn't put a time to that, so at some point in the future, I'm going to be reminded to watch this Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> nice. All right, Melanie. Good, sweet, <laughs> merciful. Uh, let's hear. <laughs> let's hear your bootleg Nerf. Turf guns. <laughs> Turf guns come with soft, foamy bullets that you can shoot with these at trans exclusionary radical feminists. <laughs> The only thing radical here, though, is the range of these turf guns. 
Sure, these projectiles are soft enough for kids, but anything is painful when it's shot hard and fast enough. Blam, blam. Nice. A gender critical hit. <laughs> Turf guns. Because it's turfs or joy. You just can't have anything nice. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, every it's somebody's (laughs) it's somebody's sole purpose in life, just (laughs) to be the anti of somebody else's something positive. It's. (laughs) I thought that was your purpose. (laughs) No, I'm nice. I'm cuddly. I'm cuddly and soft. And, and very respectful and oh it's so nice come to open mic next thursday <laughs> not next thir- two thursdays don't come next thursday don't you fucking show up next <laughs> oh half hour in we're two-fifths of the way through segment three it's campaign trail guys <clears throat> Have you gotten your recall ballot in California? No, that's fine. I'm sure somebody else did. The point is, even when you think there's nothing left to campaign for, you're fucking wrong, Chachi! Wow. <laughs> uh, it's never, I, I spelled it in all caps. I got to read it. Though. It's never not election season. Never! And so in campaign trail, it's your task to hit the trail, press the babies, and shake the flesh to convince us why your candidate is the ideal choice for the following posts, positions, and platforms. Marco Cabote, you are a box of store-brand mac and cheese running for a position on your office's potluck. Look, <laughs> I'd like to tell you that if you make me with the milk and the butter and the approximation of Kraft's directions, that no one will know the difference. <laughs> but they will. They just will. That's the truth. Store brand mac and cheese looks, feels, shits just like Kraft mac and cheese, but it's never, ever the same. And I want to be, and I want to be the kind of potluck food who's honest with you. Look, you could have brought plates. You could have brought a two liter. Hell, you could have brought nothing and claimed you made something when asked. But you wanted to make store brand mac and cheese. What does that say about you? Do you look in the mirror in shame? You shouldn't. Sure, no brand of mac and cheese out of the box lasts more than a half hour. You might as well have brought instant ramen from home so everyone could ignore those bloated, soggy noodles as you desperately try to reheat the shrimp flavor back into them in the company microwave. But you tried, damn it. Not only that, you, you know you can't beat Tina and her tamales or Jackson and his homemade cake pops. But what you made will transport at least some of these people back to their miracle whip childhoods. <laughs> that taste of home will we all so desperately miss in these hard, demoralizing times. So make that store brand mac and cheese. Not everyone will love it, but those who do will thank you for it tomorrow. God bless store back mac, store-bought <laughs> mac and cheese, and God bless our troops in Afghan. Oh, wait, no, we brought them home. Just the mac and cheese, then. Just the mac and cheese. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I love all generic. Oh, I'm sorry. This one is only 39 cents a box. Well, then I'm getting that one. I know. It's like, it's not the same. It's never the same, but it's like, it's like less than half the fucking price. 
Well, and it's like such a thing to get mad about. Like, what you're gonna charge me a dollar thirty nine for this? For this bullshit. I, I've taken to uh, to buying a store brown when I get back to eating pasta, and God damn it, it's gonna be soon. Uh, I've t- I take to just buying a box of store brand mac and cheese just for the cheese pouch. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing with it? Adding it to another box of mac and cheese. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. Do, yeah, uh, and. And if we didn't already have to come up with stupid bullshit extra names for generations, um, I would fully be a member <laughs> of the Miracle Whip Childhood Generation. Oh, I know. <laughs> I put that in there for you. I, I don't think I've ever had Miracle Whip. Oh, it's I got don't its even place. Know what it tastes like. It's got its place. It's got its place. I've <laughs> argued many times on this, on this, and many other streams. <laughs> Tuna, tuna fish, tuna salad, tuna for tuna sandwich for sandwiches, Mir- Miracle Whip instead of mayo for that tuna. I heavily question this. Oh, but it's okay. so good. And for egg salad, Miracle Whip instead of instead of mayo. I I will. That's those sounds are, heretical. I, it probably is. It very much is. But I believe very much in that. <laughs> uh, that's my hill. That is my nerf. <laughs> that's my nerf hill. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will die right there. <laughs> For Miracle Whip. <laughs> yeah. Miracle Whip has its places. Not many. I realize sandwiches. You know what? We're moving on. Uh, milk. <laughs> you are a jar of pennies running, <laughs> running for mayor of a cool bachelor uncle's single wide. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say pennies? Yes. Yes. Did you not read pennies? <laughs> I didn't. So let's get into it. All right. So why does this cool uncle have a jar of penises in his single wide milk? Why did you do this? You want to be cool, right? Elect me as the mayor of this single wide and you'll be cool. You need something to make you and this salty place stand out, Steve. We know Nick hasn't been coming around much. How can you compete with Fortnite? You can't even play since you lost your left eye. And now there's also Pokemon Unite and League of Legends and really any MOBA. Well, MOBA dick, because the stories your nephew is going to tell about this place will be so cool and epic, they'll be a novel. And it it kind of fits with your whole missing a leg thing going on. So come on, dude. I'm a full-ass jar of penises. I've even got Manuel's fingers in here. Your nephew will, <laughs> your nephew will never slap an old woman's bosom with an ear of corn out of sheer badassery respect. Yeah. Now I know my competitors have brought up my collection of Rainbow Dash figures <laughs> that are deep inside me, but everyone has a hobby. <laughs> now mop the deck of all your lame knickknacks. And let's win this election. <laughs> Jar of penises for mayor, twenty twenty one. You've got a frenulum in me. (laughs) (sighs) Shame. (laughs) Even, and don't think I, don't think I ever miss a trick, Milk. Even (laughs) the uh, (laughs) El Diablo uh, pandery reference in there will not (laughs) garner any leniency 
I want to think that this is the longest uh, callback to stab <laughs> history. I mean, it, it might be up there. Um, <laughs> but I get it. Dick fingers. I get it. I get what you did there. Uh, I mean, dyslexia uh, hits all of us in different ways. Um, I know I've I've got a, a, a playful touch of it. Um, oh, this is playful. <laughs> yeah, no, turning pennies into penises. That's a hoot. Uh, <laughs> That's the American economy, baby. <laughs> turning pennies into penises. Uh, or turning penises into pennies. It's the oldest profession, guys. Um, <laughs> Melanie, let's get us out of this campaign trail. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if this makes any sense anymore. I'm so out of touch and old. Um, <laughs> Melanie, you are a Hot Topic gift card running for a position in a 24-year-old's chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Hot Topic Penis Card? <laughs> it might have been at this point. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. I got I to gotta get in character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My fellow mall patrons, <laughs> we are not so different when I... We always thought we'd be trendy and young, but the youth just keep getting younger and more <laughs> obsessed with progressively weirder anime. You remember when it was fun to semi-ironically like the hips, the hamster anime? Of course you don't. You're 24. But now the kids watch anime that's basically the equivalent of a survivalist YouTube channel, but with anime plot points. I sell the merch and I don't feel relevant in that landscape. How can any of us? And you've chosen up to this point to not try to feel relevant, but rather to try to blend in. You used to be a little emo goth freak, and now look at you, trying to repress all your weirdness into a chain that holds your wallet to your belt, pretending it's only about the fact that you are prone to misplacing your things. But it's more than that. I know what we all eventually learn. Once you're a little freak, you're always a little freak. So put me in your wallet, and when my term is over, spend me online so that you don't get hissed at by any mall teenagers. I'm pretty sure they still do that. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I don't know any of this. <laughs> I'm afraid of the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, you've been to a hot topic. Well, sure. I've purchased... Oh, I, I got both of my Freakazoid shirts at Hot Topic. Like 15 years after the show was, was over. That's, that's when the merch came around. I'm a diehard. Because uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. It it really is. It was the best of the kids WB series. I will <laughs> fight you to the death. <laughs> uh, segment four: dating profiles. It used to be. Oh oh hey, oh. There's no music. Through. That's all right. No, that just what? No, that's something that came through. Uh, dating profiles. Uh, it used to be you'd be slobbering over your seventh rum and coke at some blurry figure in a dimly lit bar and 40 years later you'd tell your grandchildren about that magical evening that you met your forever partner it was a simpler time nowadays technology rules your fa <laughs> I, I don't read this after i write it so two days later uh <laughs> nowadays technology rules your fuck hunts i'm sorry your quest for that special someone with whom you will spend your eternity with or whichever. And in dating profiles, you have to put together a dating profile for the following persons, places, things, 
or what have you's in search of the love of your life, or at least afternoon. Oh, man, I just kept ladling the gruel out for you, Marco. Uh, <laughs> oh, I saw. <laughs> you know what? This show turned uh, from fuck you, try and make this funny, to hey, enjoy this. Um, oh, I don't know. I think it makes it harder because, no. like, whatever whatever thing I would have uh, would have tried to creatively come up with, I just veer into whatever lane I'm used to, and then kind of bullshit it. It's true. I'll I'll try and make I'll try and make you <laughs> I'll try and make you stretch your legs a little bit more in the future. Uh, Marco, let's hear your dating profile for metal. Hails and horns from the pits of hell, Thunderchild. You looking for a rocket sled to the Aquanet Isle of your local shoppery? Because I got your sick solos and trudging palm mutes right here in my spandex pants next to my dick, which you can see through my spandex pants. I've got hair that's a cross between your mom's hair and your mom's hair when she was a groupie I banged. I like leather jackets that smell like cigarettes and cocaine vendors. And my interests include rocking, rocking about Satan, and rocking about hot chicks, and rocking about Old West ballads I hope can make the end credits of a Brat Pack Western. <laughs> you like long walks on the beach? That's fucking dumb. I like uppers and downer sex in the backstage dressing room with runaways of questionable age. Creeped out by that? Don't worry, I pass out long before anything happens. I might not make the best long-term partner, but if you're looking some for someone that quixotically buys Ferraris for ladies and or hits them, I'm your man. I'm 22 and they gave me millions of dollars in cocaine. I'd love to share. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you, Marco. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> every time every time one of us <laughs> dips into the into that nonsense <laughs> it just turns into a limousine yeah, it's, it's just limousine <laughs> at some point even if it's it's like i'm trying to go like oh it's gonna do like i'm gonna do like swedish or german metal. it's like no nope, it's just hair metal and it's just it's, it's just limousine, limousine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh but god i love that oh i wish they were i wish they were the <laughs> the boys over there were still active. The world still needs strong bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck. Um, I was trying to respond. I'll respond in the next. Um, <laughs> the milk. Let's hear. Oh, it's not like I didn't ladle this one out for you too. Uh, <laughs> let's hear uh, your dating profile for anxiety. Peace finger emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nice, nice. Sometimes you just gotta go. You, 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 any more just dilutes the point. So that was the twelfth draft. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically, not not of my right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. No, sometimes you just you don't need more. Sometimes less is actually more. Uh, I'm not often uh, <laughs> in that camp. Uh, but yes, sometimes that's just right. Uh, thank you, Milk. <laughs> I just got it. I was distracted, but now I got it. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was way better. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that helps tidy this show up, too. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, 
Let's finish dating profiles with your uh, dating profile for I don't know why. Uh, a can of spam. Uh, older than I care to admit. Point uh, zero one miles away in your cupboards. Um, all of his, all of the pictures are just of him, a literal can of spam in roughly the same pose and angle, but with different button-up Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm a good boy with a bad reputation. I like Hawaiian and Southern food and dislike hip vegan hotspots. Just undress me, spread me out, and get me nice and hot to see what you've been missing out on. And if that doesn't sound good to you, well, you're always down to drill a hole in me and try your best. <laughs> I mean, it's going to work one way or the other. It's you gotta take work. it out of the can, though. It's got that edge. <laughs> Don't want to cut yourself. Should should take it out of the can, and you might as well. Um, I would put it in for like a um, like on a defrost setting, so that it's a more of a full uh, heat. You don't want that gelatin. <laughs> oh no! I mean, you, you can pour the gelatin back in the hole. I'm saying you gotta heat it up. You gotta <laughs> give it a little heat. A little heat I think to the, the meat. The tongue lacerations you... add to the flavor. No, we're getting it. That's out not of the what the camp. boys we're in getting... the WW2 did when Spam <laughs> saved them. <laughs> and that's the, that is the Germans. Yeah, that is always that's always what they've meant when they said <laughs> that Spam saved the boys over that's, there. Yeah, that's what they meant. They were yeah. going to stir crazy. Yeah, they fucked <laughs> tins of of meat. That's what <laughs> that's what your great grandpa did. Just know that. That's why they put the serrated that edge around them that's cut you, because they didn't want you doing that. Yeah, that wasn't there at first. <laughs> they were like, oh, this is too Post easy. War. Yeah. That's the freedom we lost <laughs> Yeah, to gain the rest of them. That was a post-war edition, the serrated edge. Well, not serrated, but it was just, it's very, uh, all right. Segment five, holy shit, an hour 17 in and we finally made it. We'll get home around 10. Um, <clears throat> segment five is location, location, location. The entrepreneurial spirit doesn't give two shits whether your idea is feasible or won't destroy the rest of the life you've built for yourself. You've got a business idea, and come hell or worse hell, you're going to see it through for the betterment of your community. The problem is, sometimes you're in the wrong community for your idea, such as the case in Location, 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 where you've all started businesses in locations that might not exactly be ideal, for said business. But explain to us anyway why we should patronize your business regardless business. Marco! Yeah. Oh, what? You know what? You're getting nothing but uh, everything against your personality type next time you do the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that being said, we're finishing this show with Marco. You sell blacklight posters in the town of Strict Dad, Sylvania. <laughs> Look. Dad is not going to let you get a tattoo. He's not going to let you smoke the grass. Or he's not going to let your girlfriend live with you. <laughs> but you know what you could do? Mm -hmm. Eke out a little bit of rebellion by buying, you know, a little, oh, eke out, eke, eke, eke out, uh, eke buy some, oh, eke, eke some rebellion out. In this oppressive fucking dad bod, big mustache, <laughs> glasses, nightmare town with a kick-ass black light poster. 
I'm talking a gnome on a mushroom or a Led Zeppelin album cover or the marching hammers from Pink Floyd's The Wall. True fact. Fun fact. I had that. I had that when I was younger. That was my blacklight poster. Don't doubt that for a second. If I ever find a Pink Floyd animals poster with a pig and the dog and the sheep, black light poster i swear to god as a 38 year old man with two children in high school i would hang that shit up in my living room and ex- and explain what it was to their friends okay look i'll get you a poster but i'm not responsible for your light okay you gotta get your own light provider you know dad won't buy you one you got no money you just bought a black light poster you don't have money you need the light for it to be cool so anyway do that okay okay that's it. That's what I got. Oh man, <laughs> gotta get a blacklight guy too. This is this has all become more trouble. I did have the poster on my wall. I didn't have a blacklight. <laughs> I was just like, this poster's sick, and I hung it up. And then I was like, I gotta get a light one day. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You gonna find a light that hangs right over it? Well, it's the flashlight kinds. <laughs> then you gotta shine it on your you poster. Just hang it, you hang cool. it on the opposite wall. We know. know you're going to point at it anytime someone walks in. Anyways, you might as well just hold the light. They should make one that's like on a keychain or something, so I could be like, like I, "Oh, that's my black light poster. Yeah. Turn out the light. Sick. Like shine it. Yeah. Turn it back on. Just tape it to the side of your head. I I actually got you know the glow in dark the glow in the dark stars. I got a package of that that had a keychain black light so you could supercharge it like immediately and they glowed yeah uh took it out immediately lost it uh (laughs) because that's what you do with those sorts of things marco oh so good so much good so many good how can people (laughs) out there uh in the world enjoy more marco cabote i mean we've already mentioned one way this weekend but in general if you can mention that anything else you want I'm not, sky's the limit. How can people enjoy more Marco? Uh, I think in person is about it. I know yeah. I'm supposed to like like sell my media presence, but I don't really do that. Yeah. Although I do have this, the same Twitter handle as I do other things I have. So Son just put bitch. that out there. <laughs> Accidentally stumbled on that. Wow. So I got that going for Must me, which nice. is nice. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> There's not some other asshole named Marco P. Capote who just <laughs> likes cheese. He's like, I like cheese. I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna go go make one. It's just my name with a P in the middle. Be like, I like cheese, and then not post for ten years. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marco. Always wonderful to be around. Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh, uh milk. Uh, let's <laughs> let's hear. Uh, you run obstacle course mud runs. Strictly targeted to germaphobes. Just like last time I was on the show, I decided to end the show with, instead of comedy, show that I know how to read a Wikipedia page. Okay. All right. My name is Wes Scatlin. uh, And are you tired of coming clean due to your immense fear? Can you come get your alcohol dried hands messy and put your life on display? at my Mud Puddle Obstacle Run live show. You'll find you'll finally be filthily famous. You'll find love and hate in all this piss-wrenched puddles of mud. So rediscover the mess in your heart and from uh, other people's colons because everyone knows we never flush this place out. Yeah. So 
Welcome to Galavania, the filthiest fun you'll ever have. <laughs> oh, no. I know most of the colds that I ever got in my life came directly after mud runs. Uh, <laughs> that should tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that until much later. Uh, <laughs> Milk. Oh, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, always so good to have you around as well. Uh, see, I'm a nice person. Uh, Milk. <laughs> <laughs> where Where can people enjoy more of you out in the the wilds of the uh, online world? Uh, you can find me Nymphomercial, uh, Flom, here at Stab, crying as Jesse berates me <laughs> constantly. Um, or, uh, well, I guess not Milk P Myth, but Milk Myth on all social media. <laughs> oh, again, must be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys be born with a comically common name and see how well that goes. Uh, well, oh, you don't think there's five other white non-binary people named Milk Surface in Sacramento alone? Yeah, I, I guess, now that you put it that way. Uh, uh, all right, well, thank you, Milk. Uh, enjoy all of your perfectly symmetrical online presences. Uh, Melanie, let's, let's, uh, let's wrap up this gosh darn show. Um... <laughs> Uh, before we do, obviously, uh, we gotta gotta get you uh, to sharing where people can enjoy Melanie out in the the, the places of the world. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's 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 the the Instagram mm -hmm. and the TikTok mm -hmm. um, that I, I I plug every time I'm on here. Mm -hmm. um, I've been on this show like a bunch of times prior, so you could always just pull up my old episodes. Um, I don't really have much. I want to do more stuff. I don't have anything planned. I also, as Milk mentioned before, I'm I'm on Nymphomercial for an episode um, that should be coming out or should be out already or whatever. Um, oh no! Oh no! Yeah, learn way too much about me. Oh well, looking forward that episode. <laughs> yeah, but no, Magical. it's it's still it's still pending, and a and a depressive episode. So um, right. so we'll see. Right. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> maybe tonight tomorrow. Uh well we're we always enjoy having you uh on the show and looking forward to working with you on other fun stuff. Let me know if you need any help with anything. Melanie. For sure. Let's close mm -hmm. this close this bee out. Uh <laughs> you organize charity raffles in a town entirely populated by members of Gamblers Anonymous. Look, is this the most moral job I've ever had? that all depends on how you frame the situation if you look at it from the perspective of the local gamblers then sure maybe not i'm basically dangling a carrot in their faces and going hey maybe you can earn your kids college funds back again for real this time and christina will love you again and it'll be like the last five years never happened but if you look at it from the perspective of the dogs kids homeless and cancer riddled i'm a hero none of these charities have gotten donations this size before sure only like four or five guys ever participate but they really give it their all for these charities <laughs> what what are you saying only like 10 percent of the funds raised go to the actual benefactors of a charity the remaining 90 percent is like administrative fees and that even though the nonprofit sector is supposed to curtail the existence of them there's still mega wealthy leaders who hoard cash 
oh, and, and charities are inherently problematic, placating society into thinking everything possible is being done about the problems of the world, when really what we need to do is tax the extremely wealthy enough to redistribute the resources to those in need. So you're saying that my exploita exploitation of gambling addicts is actually super evil because I'm at best maintaining class status quos and at worst I'm making a rich guy even richer while he commits this to himself that it's fine? Shut up. Anyway, put your <laughs> ticket in the tumbler and win a Vitamix kit. <laughs> oh, hold on. I gotta be ready. Uh, uh, I have too many mice. Uh, Remember the whole pending depression? <laughs> and stab <laughs> is over. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and of course, a very special thank you to tonight's amazing panel, Marco Cabotti, Milk Surface, and Melanie Ford. Mmm, this show was good. Now, if you had a good time uh, hanging out with us, and we hope you might have, then you should probably try and join us on Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8, soon to be 7, to catch these episodes live as they happen. Or, if you'd rather catch a show someday in audio-only form, then you can catch this and the other 283 episodes via the podcast outlet of your choice, be it po Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. And that's been it for us tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been unique and special in your own uniquely special ways. Keep that up. That's cool. Good night. Oh, that's the program. Oh, thank hey, you. Hey, Jesse. Guys. Yes. Remember that time you skipped me on my Nerf uh, bootleg? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did I? Yeah, actually, he's right now that I think about no. it. Oh, gosh darn it. Well, see, you wanted Nerf, but instead you got nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, the joke play! Oh, it worked. <laughs> Wait, did you actually not do a Nerf? I did, but that was the joke of what I wrote anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Damn it.